happy Friday evening, everyone, and welcome to a show. And like I said, we're a little bit later than normal, but hey, we are here. But what that introduction, if that didn't wake him up, nothing will. That thing hey. rocks. <laughs> I love it. I can get stuff done in the behind the scenes and be able to join and jump right on in. <clears throat> well, before we get with our guest, I wanted to say we are looking extremely forward to February. No, I'm not announcing anything yet, but I will say we do have what we're going to be calling a launch party, which is a singer's single coming out in February. And we're going to have her on the show. And no, I'm not going to say who, because we're going to talk about the song on the show, but that's coming out. We have a gaming company who's supposed to be calling me tomorrow. That's actually in Japan. That's going to be on the show. Uh, I have some other people I'm talking to that are just confirming dates, and I do know we have a voice actress from DBZ coming on in February. And, of course, we're going to be at San Angelo rocking it there for their Comic-Con. Can't wait. So definitely looking. going to be a great February, and March is right after that. What can I say? Mm-hmm. But And then April is right after that. Yes, and, and during what's April, happening on April Fool's Day, Mr. Garrett? <laughs> that would be CypherCon. That would be CypherCon. Oh. There you go. There you go. I knew you were coming with me somewhere. Walk with We're me. totally not joking about it either. <laughs> so what possessed you to start it on April Fool's Day for real? Um, so it was a scheduling thing about three years ago when we booked the venue. Um, he goes, so just to let you know your, your event's going to fall on April fool's day. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> I said, it, it was just, it was the only day we could get the entire venue. And, um, nice. it was actually, we, we normally hold it either before or after Easter. So we're two weeks actually before Easter this year, which is fine. Um, but yeah, it just, it just, the way it turned out and everybody's like, Oh, that's a day to remember. I went, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a good thing. You can always remember April 1st, and they would say it's a con that day. So that's actually a kind of a memorable way of, of coming back for our 10th anniversary. I mean, honestly, people ask me when CypherCon is. I say April Fool's Day. And they're like, are you kidding me? No, it's easy to remember. It's on April Fool's Day. I mean, how brilliant is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, I would like to ask about some of the guests that you have coming. Let's talk about them. I mean... Are they hard to get, easy to get? Are you excited about having them? And who are they? Because nobody, well, I know you've announced some of them, but I'm not sure if everybody here knows or not. So um, a lot of our guests were holdovers from 2020. Um, We managed to get most of them back. Um, Very lucky to do that because we have a show canceled like we did two years ago it was very hard for us to try to get things going. So every year, even we were hoping for 21 to be the year, but obviously it didn't happen toward the end of the year. When things started opening up, it was a little easier to do. And now you're seeing this year, even with, even with the Omicron wave or whatever, they're still holding events like normal. They're not, nothing is changing at this point. So um, most of the guests that are going to these things, the only thing that's really holding them up are flights. But by the time the event happens, I don't think it's going to be any issue. So we managed to get um, five of our guests back confirmed. Um, Doug Jones, no introduction, no, no, you don't have to worry about who he is. You know, it's some tall dude that dresses up in makeup. 
Um, <laughs> Tim Russ, our uh, favorite Vulcan on Star Trek Voyager. Um, nice. We have Eric Vale, Aaron Dismuke, and Sarah Weidenheft, who are our other anime voice actors from 2020 that we managed to resecure for this event. Unfortunately, we had one cancel, which was um, Christina V. Um, she canceled a lot of events this year. We're not really sure what was going on, but you know what? Hey, it happens. We, we've had it happen numerous times over the years, and you plug your way through. And we ended up getting two guests for the price of one. Uh, two wanted to come down at the same time, so we said, hey, let's do it. So we got Danny Chambers and John Swayze. Nice. And we're working on some more guests. We got another sci-fi guest to announce. We're still working on the contracts for that. And we're going to offer some featured guests. They won't be our main lineup, but they'll be there. And um, something we're, we're going to try a different different little um, setup this year with the guesting. And um, see how it works. It's good to experiment every once in a while. Other conventions do it. Why not, we, why not, you know, why not us? Well, I know the one I'm looking forward to. Take a guess. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Rush. Well, yes. Yeah. Chewbacca himself. Tim, Tim's Yay. a good guy. I'm excited. He is. He's freaking awesome. Oh, yeah. Now, well, I'll the be others. going covering for the con hour. I'm not going as a vendor. So I get to float around and flitter through the place and interview everybody I can. So, how hard is it to maybe possibly interview yep. Tim Russ? Is that, is that possibility? That would probably well, no. be easier. It would probably be easier than Doug. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Doug asked the, that that's going to be a very interesting, everybody's going to want to interview Doug and that's going to be very hard to get everybody in there. So it's going to be a cherry pick for that one more than likely. I want to interview Tim Russ. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> no, She's no, a diehard like, Star Trek fan. I'm, I'm, I'm the cos Star Trek no, no, that, cosplayer that, that, right there. That's me. I, I know. And you're on the bridge of Voyager. I see that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yep. No, Tim, Tim, it shouldn't be hard. No, I'm super now, excited. I don't, like you just said, I mean, y'all had it hard. I mean, y'all had the pandemic and then two hurricanes, but yeah. last October, you actually had a mini event also. How did that go for y'all? Yes. So the mini event was pretty good. The The, the main focus of that event was more esports, and that's going to play into something that's going to happen later this year. Um, we're we're planning an October event for esports. Um, we're not sure how we're going to do it yet. It, everything's in flux right now. I'm not even concentrating on that so much as we know the dates, which is the second week of October. Second weekend of October is what we're looking at two weeks before Halloween. Um, it's all like, you know, paperwork still got to get taken care of. But yeah, those dates were penciled in for us. So we, we've got the venue if we need it for all three days. Um, no, the event was good. The, the, the main reason we did this event in October was because people did not know we were still around. We got questions mm -hmm. like, we thought y'all were gone. We, we thought that this was it. You were out for the count. In June, we re new logo thing. Uh, uh oh, I think he's 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 Mechacon. Gary, and you're glitching for the promotion for October. Yeah, it's probably the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you're just coming back. It was just a 
couple of glitches there. But another thing I wanted to ask you, hopefully yeah. you're still with us, is uh, the cosplayers. You have a couple of cosplay groups coming. Or cosplayers, not groups. Yes. Um, yeah, we, we've got two confirmed right now. <laughs> And hey, Doc Ock. There... Oh, there he is. Uh. <laughs> um, we have Spaceline Cosplay and Sarah Catherine. Uh, Spaceline's out of um, Tennessee and Sarah's out of New Orleans. Okay. And we have two and more then... from the, the New Orleans area we'll be pulling in soon. Well, I also know that you have two authors that are going to be there for sure, which is me and Veronica. Have you talked to any of the other authors? Are they returning yet? And I think you, you and Veronica are the, okay. the confirmed ones. And in okay. the next week or so, I'll be confirming with everybody else. Okay. I know. I know. Chris will not be coming back. She's she's out because of COVID. She wants to just stay away from the convention scene for right now. Yeah, it's understandable because each person has her own. Each person has her own, and it's like for mm -hmm. me, it's like I gotta go. Especially yep. after my year, I gotta go. That's just I gotta get away. That's <laughs> was that, and then there's yep. your con family. I mean, 2020 we were like not allowed, and then 2021 was kind of sporadic here and there. More toward the end of the year it was like a mad mad race for the comic cons, and so it's like we need that. As a Comic-Con family member, you need that IV of Comic-Con-ness in you each month to keep going because the energy of it. Yeah. You just, it, it's like an addiction. You have to go. Uh, what do we have here? Exactly. are most missed. So excited for cons returning. Yes. Yes, definitely. And I believe yes. Caleb is from the Frickin' Frack show. And yep. That's a pretty good show. Y'all ought to mm -hmm. listen to that. I did go and listen to it. Yeah, they'll be good. they'll be covering the convention for us. Very nice. Oh, awesome. Oh, so don't, um, don't be fighting us, Caleb. <laughs> come on, Caleb, work with us. I'll work with you. You work with me. We can do a couple together if you want. I have no problem. Um, I'll be floating around though, and I'm famous for lots and lots of interviews. <laughs> sure, look me up. Um, Garrett, how was it when those two hurricanes hit you? Because they were almost like a one-two punch on top of COVID on top of it was just like, are you kidding me right now? How did you guys deal with all that? Yeah, number. So 2020 will never be forgotten for multiple reasons for us. Um, yeah, I mean, we're. I mean, the first one that hit you head on. Because we're. Yeah. He's glitching. Head on. And yeah. the second one's head on too. Yeah. yeah the first one on. that hit you, the that. one that was, yeah, the first, I think it was Maria, was it? No. Laura. Which one was the one? Laura. Laura. Then went up. It actually Laura. skirted Lufkin where I'm at. So you guys got smacked like right on. And it was mm -hmm. not an easy smack. It was still a cat one by the time. Yeah, the eyewall went right over us. Next date. Yeah. So I haven't, I know we tried yeah, to get generators powerful. there, some people. And so, what was that like? I mean, besides discouraging because you lost the cons, but your house um, and everything is all in the path of that. The first, the first three weeks was rough. No power. Mm. I mean, it was bad. 
Well, definitely glad y'all are okay. And um, yeah, I mean, we most of the, most of our homes were okay. Um, quite a few of us had very bad damage on the homes. Um, some of them are they're just now moving in this week. Oh wow! Mm. Gives you a time frame. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I'll, you had that, and then you own. had COVID, where they couldn't do Soon, a lot of work to help you. Remodel. Mm-hmm. And yep. I, I think didn't the convention also have a little bit of damage, or the I know the bridge did, because I'm I'm still upset about losing Isla Capri. <laughs> I think he froze again. He froze on again. Us. That's okay. We know it's his internet, but we can still talk. So Elsa's giving us grief now, and you know we're trying to tell her to let it go, let him go. Elsa frozen. Oh God. <laughs> oh come on that was funny <laughs> oh god cj just pulled a dad joke <laughs> anubis would have been proud <laughs> yes he would have hey oh, he might on. be here he's wearing off on me what can i say that was uh, good come on that was good uh hopefully he'll re- be returning here shortly but yeah I'm that was sure definitely he internet <laughs> <laughs> he was frozen elsa let him go <laughs> Yeah, she she just engulfed him. Like, yeah, she did. Oh, I'm taking him with me. He didn't take the hint the first few times. Let me try to just completely freeze him and get it over with. <laughs> but I'm excited. This is my first year at CypherCon. So since you've been there a lot, what is it like? Actually, I've I've been waiting for two years. I was supposed to be there the year the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. And then I was, all right, well, I'll get there for the next year, which is right after the two hurricanes. Mm-hmm. And then now, finally, this is, like you said, three years. And it's like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. I know, Ver- <laughs> I know Veronica Smith is excited. Let's try to get on my cell phone. There you go. There we go. You can actually turn it sideways. I said that way. Elsa wouldn't let you go. And I said, Elsa, let him go. And he said, that was a dad. Joke. And it took him a second to register, I think, about what I said. And I'm like, come on, that was good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think this is going to work a lot better. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, so we had we had Laura, and just in the process of getting, you know, we're got a roof on the house like a two weeks before Laura Delta hit. Um, then we had to deal with almost flooding in the house. That didn't happen. And you know, toward the end of the year, we're like, hurricane season's over. You know, thank God. Um, most of us fared better than others. Mm-hmm. House was still there, but we had a lot of damage in the house. A lot of um, water damage from the where the windows were, you know, the seals and everything. And you know, and here we are, a year and a half later, fighting with you know insurance, and you finally get everything you need, and you finally get started again. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Um, but no, I mean, it, during all that, we knew at the beginning of the year that 2021 wasn't gonna happen, and so I reached out to the celebrities and I said, "Hey." Um, let me go ahead and um, book them for 2022. I said, third time the charm, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's where we, we we did Doug immediately. And thankfully, with all the flights, they all they all roll over. Because the COVID had just extended the flights, and they just let you carry your tickets over. Um, so mostly everybody was good. Now, all of our voice actors, most of them are all coming from Dallas or Houston. So easy drive. Some of them are going to be driving, yeah. Like that. Yeah. And we told them, it's like, we, we suffered a very, we suffered a hardship that we, you know, two years of not having a convention, it drains your finances. Um, 
you know, every year we do pretty good enough to keep us going. Mm -hmm. And um, thankfully we've had some very amazing sponsors that have like said, Hey, we're here to help you. So and you, said, what, you said this is your 10th year. This will be our 10th mm -hmm. main event. Yep. So what made you start Cyphercon? That's an interesting story. <laughs> um, we're not going to too many specifics. Um, we worked at another event, and um, it was a pure sci-fi event. And after the second event, we decided that you know we were we were we were saying, hey, we we need to we need to try to do different things to grow your event. And you know we were basically said, well, this is the way it's going to work, and we'll you know. I think it'll be this way and we'll be good with it. And we, we just said, okay. So we decided that, well, since you're doing yours, we're going to go do a different one. We're going to do an anime and gaming event. And some of the staff that was working with him, we did our own, but we started an anime gaming event because we knew that was an area that that event wasn't touching, wasn't even hitting. Mm. So just in our first year, we hit the combined two years of that other event in our first event. Nice. Basically, 500 people showed up and we had no guests. We had gaming. We had the mech pods. We had a contest. We had fan groups and we just did panels and we had some card gaming. That was it. That was our mm -hmm. first year. No guests. Second year, we, we said, well, if we did it successfully, we're going to do it again. Mm -hmm. um, formula number two, we got three guests for our second year. Had about 650 people show up. And then it kept going. So when we hit our fifth anniversary, we doubled. We went from almost... 800 people to 1,600 that one year. Wow. And as we were growing our, you know, going into 19, we were really like, hey, we're going to probably hit four or 5,000 people for 20. Everything was looking like everything on social media. Everything was just plugging away. Mm -hmm. Everything. And we were about a month out. And we had uh, one of the agents said, hey, we've got three guests that want to come down. Just give them a hotel room and they're all yours. We had 10 guests for the 10th anniversary. And we were like, yes. About to order everything, about to, you know, badges, everything. Literally, I was on an email chain with a guy to order all their badges four weeks out. So we make sure we got them in. We don't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. And then we see that the governor's going to have press conference. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. and, as soon, and we had a meeting the day before that Thursday night. And we, we were saying, we think it's going to happen. We need a, we need a plan. What are we going to do? And we discussed it in length for almost two hours because we kind of figured what was going to happen. We knew we couldn't refund the money. That was our, that was basically going to keep us going through at least 20. Mm -hmm. That was the plan. We figured by 21, it should be fine. So we upgraded everybody's tickets. We bought them locally. We rolled over all the vendors. They understood, except for like five or six, they could. They were in like New York, and they were very like, "We got to have our money back." We we reluctantly refunded their money because we had, we understood the situation, but everybody else understood that we have a policy where we don't refund the money. It's just we're too small of an event to where we don't have millions of dollars in our bank that we can just say here, and we're still gonna be fine. Um, but no, I mean, literally 99% of everybody that was either bought a ticket for 20 or a vendor, they had no problem with it. 
They rolled everything over to 21. And we upgraded everybody's tickets to something better, which they're going to get in two months. Um, you know, not, it's not big perks, but it's the least we can do for making them understand, like, thank you for letting us and thank you for putting us through this and letting us survive on your generosity for the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it, it's it's hard to describe the kind of stress we go under for this. Um, I'm more stressed now than I was in 2021, the end of it, because I know now we're only 70 something days away and I don't, I don't feel like I'm seeing the return I I used to see because the way social media is doing it now, Mm -hmm. the way things are, the way, let's say Facebook does advertising where I put a certain amount here, you would see a return immediately. Now it's like you see a 10th of a 10th of a return for what you pay in the time frame of two years, it went from here to here. So you're not, you, you hit a demographic, but you're not hitting demographic. You, I don't know if you, under, if you can mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying, but. Um, you're hitting the target, but they're not being allowed to see it. Right. Hit, hit, you're, you pay more to be seen, but the problem with that is that they don't allow you to be seen as much as you used to be. Mm-hmm. So you're, I've got multiple ads running concurrently until the event. I still haven't done the guest ones yet because that's going to be, I'm going to do a, a combos like, you know, do all my sci-fi guests and all my anime guests and then specifically target them to the audiences that they would love to see them. Have you that tried, way, have you tried TikTok? We will. I personally will never put it on my phone. Okay. Um, <laughs> as, as my career and my, my normal day job as an IT professional, I will, I refuse to put TikTok on my phone. Um, I have seen way too much in the background of what it does. And I personally, I am beyond not comfortable with it. So that's fine. I was just thinking extra. Oh, no, I know. We, we, we talked about it, but I, I will, I, I talked to my, I talked to my staff and I said, even though it would probably bring us a lot, I, I, the risk is not worth it. Especially when we use, we all use our phones with our connected accounts on them. Just, it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. Um, well, that we, and like Instagram is also that younger generation. No, Instagram, I think no, you're looking for. No, Instagram. Instagram, on the other hand, we are really hitting that hard this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we have seen a major uptick in just um, likes. Just, Good. So we've got more visual. Obviously, it takes a lot mm-hmm. out of me to do it. But the more we do on Instagram, the more we're seeing returns on the Facebook. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it's it's circular. Which is great. Uh, Twitter is not so much. We've we we hit it when we can. It just doesn't have the reach that you can get with Instagram or Facebook. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that being said, oh, that's actually a good question. Trevor asked, "What about college ads? Like colleges in your area?" Yeah, so we can do it. It's a little tricky though. We can they can put it up in the art department, like a poster or something like that, but they cannot put it on campus. Hmm. It's the rules of the, the university. Interesting. Yeah. We've had, we've had um, staff that have been, you know, students there before. And that was mm-hmm. the, only, the only art department that put it up there. But everybody in the art department knew about it. So it was kind of it was counterproductive to just go put it in there. It's like, hey, we know it's coming. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Um, but no, we, what we, we're focusing on now is more grassroots, especially this year. 
Houston, we were we were we were going to go on television for the first time, do a major television campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, not this year, obviously. Mm-hmm. Not not even remotely worth it. And we usually do billboards. We'll do billboards at a very limited number. Normally, we're running them for two months straight. It's great in a local area where you can get a billboard going. So we might only have it for a month if we can even get a month, maybe even a week. Money is money's tight. Even, you know, we're not selling as many pre-registered sales in town at the comic book store because guess what? They were already sold from 2020. They're not buying duplicate tickets. Um, but what we have been doing is we went ahead and spent more on the one thing everybody can physically grab, and that's flyers. Mm. So I, I'm not going to lie when I say this. I We ordered 1,000 posters mm-hmm. and 47,000 flyers. That's a lot of flyers. That's a lot of flyers. But I mean, where like Charles is actually kind of centrally located between like New Orleans and Houston mm-hmm. and like even Lufkin and Alexand- yeah. Alexandria. There's, yep. there's a mm-hmm. lot of things. You're pretty centrally located in a Baton Rouge is around Baton there. Rouge isn't too far. Yeah, I mean, so you've got a lot of good sized cities near you. Yeah, so Houston's Houston. You put Lake Charles on anything there. It's not even. A, I mean, they know who it who it is. I mean, they go there all the time for the casinos. Um, <laughs> the reason I'm here this weekend is for that this particular reason. Putting out flyers, putting out posters in key areas around Houston. And getting with the, the people that I trust the most over here that can go to different places. We found it's really interesting where you find where you can put these posters and flyers. Coffee shops are like top number one. Mm-hmm. Restaurants are second. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to hit the hit the, your demographic, you go to the core, and that's comic book shops. Mm-hmm. Yes. You don't even put that as number one. That's just this is guaranteed. That's your first get. You don't even have to even rank that because that that should be your de facto place to go is a comic book store where all this stuff happens. Um, So yeah, I'll be spending a very large amount of time tomorrow driving around Houston (laughs) doing all this, which is going to be fun, but I promise I'll take a night off and go do something in the city and go grab some dinner somewhere. But during (laughs) the day, it's going to be pretty hectic for me. Yeah, there's there's a big area to cover yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to be driving close to 200 something miles in the Houston metro area tomorrow. Yeah, because like wow. I said, it's it's 80 square miles Houston alone. It'll be about 200. Start north and work my way south. That's pretty much how I'm going to do it. And work my way back up north and then do a little loop de loop. I mean, seriously, though, it's on April Fool's Day. They really can't forget that if they kind of keep oh, that thought in mind. I no, mean, they can't. That, that like stands out. <laughs> yeah, and now and that was the kind of and, and I told somebody I said that might be one of the best things that may have happened because you know we've got it on a date that people can't forget. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 a good day at that time of the year. It's really temperate, really good, um, not too hot, not too cold. Sometimes it's cold, which has been fantastic. Some mornings we get up at like 50 degrees or 40 degrees in the morning. And people are in costume. They love it. I mean, yes, we love it. Those, those costumes yeah. are hot. It's like, it's like the, the, the best time of the year to do this. Um, it's not quite hurricane season. Just slightly uh, into tornado season, but you still yeah, should be okay. We, don't wanna, we ain't talking about hurricane season no more. Y'all, y'all been through that too. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, that, hurricane, no. 
Hurricane no. Tornado, we're, tornadoes, we're, are, tornadoes are more towards the end of April anyway. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. It's just slightly into tornado season. You're not, not even slightly. Pain, so you're okay. Don't, even, don't put that negative stuff out there. You're doing it on April Fool's Day. How is that putting negative stuff out there? I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, to be honest, yeah, I know. It's good stuff. You're just tempting the fates, and that's a Louisiana person. <laughs> you're tempting the fates. <laughs> not really. We've already did that. Look, I will say 2020, we've already did that three times already mm. in a row. We had a pandemic. We had two hurricanes. We, we paid our dues on that one. So I agree. And, and, and yeah, John's right. It is a nice, it, it's really nice the best weather that and time March, of the year is like our favorite time of the year. March, so. March and April Definitely. are yep. like. March and April are perfect. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and like you said, that's really what best time for the cosplay outfits because mm-hmm. I mean, even the one that I have, which is my viking pirate that i call it that leather gets hot mm-hmm. and, 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 and technically and, a- and technically i was telling somebody i said april the start of the fall is the uh, start of the spring con season mm-hmm. so we're kicking it off right there so you know there there was one thing we were we were worried there's one thing we're worried about and that is attendance because lake charles lost 10 percent of its population mm. Now, a lot of that population was in areas of town where um, they were devastated pretty bad. They never came back. Mm-hmm. It was kind of the Katrina moment, you know, for Lake Charles. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot have come back. Um, a lot of the apartment complexes that were destroyed, they're, they're reopening. So people are coming back home again, which is great. Um there are parts of the city where you drive by and you will like go, yeah, there was a hurricane that hit there and it was a big blue building. Can't miss it. It's full of plywood. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I mean, I told somebody, I said, going back to the October event, we had to put on a show to show that we were around mm-hmm. and to prove to people we weren't just, we weren't knocked out. It was all also an opportunity to promote the April event because most people didn't even know we had an April event and you know, there, there's different avenues of doing it, but the best is to show it in person and to actually show that we did it because if you don't prove that you're back in any way, shape or form, then they're going to think you're just, you're just blowing smoke mm-hmm. and that's not what we're doing. No, and so, you're coming back strong. You have some strong guests. So. Yeah. And, and, and there's some other events that we're going to take place. I guess this weekend that ended up getting canceled because of the, because of COVID, but I, um, Beaumont. Yeah. The Beaumont show, but Southeast Texas comic con. Yeah. That's all their, their announcement. And I told my staff, I said, um, don't get any fully idea. Don't get any ideas in the first <laughs> the week we're doing it. <laughs> Lock yourselves inside of your houses and do not come out. Uh, none of us are going to get sick that week. Start in March 1st, lock yourself in, don't go anywhere for an entire month. That way, if it's in your yeah. system, it's out by the time April starts. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, we, we, we're making a lot of changes. We, we've The big one was the Coliseum and using that uh, and getting to figure stuff out. That was actually a, a, one of the best things that could have happened to us was actually having the October event and having the entire weekend in that Civic Center to where we could change everything we wanted to change 
then. Because mm-hmm. if we would have had to do it now, it would have been horrendously bad. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't mean in a bad way of, of us hurting ourselves. I'm in a bad way of us logistically doing certain things we wanted to do, but we didn't have a way to play it out. So um, one aspect was the booths, the way the booths were set up. Mm-hmm. The setup we're going to have next year, they're going to have 10 foot aisles, just like any other convention or comic con or 10 foot aisles. And that's it. Um, and that's, and we're going to, we're going to make that work. It's just going to be a little more, it's going to be cramped. And, and they've done shows like this. They could fit 90 boots in that Coliseum. 90. Nice. So that is our number. We're going to, we're going to lock in with. And how it's going to work is when you walk in that Coliseum, all the stadium seating is going to be open. Mm-hmm. If you want to sit, you can sit there during the weekend. You can relax. If you don't want to be on the crowded floor, go up there and look, and you can look down at everybody and just relax. That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, we 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 yeah. thought of Pensacon actually does that in their venue. So now, is because, there food so people can get their food and sit down and just kind of watch? Yes. So the oh. idea is the idea is when you walk in, you're gonna you're gonna hit the vendors first, mm-hmm. then you're gonna hit the artists, the back row, and then you'll hit your celebrities. So you have to go all the way through to get to your celebrities, just like any traditional show. Those are the best ones that work. You, your high dollar boots in the front, your artists in the back, near celebrities, so they get kicked back from the celebrities while they're waiting for the celebrity autographs. They're looking at the art. Mm-hmm. The artists get their mm-hmm. cut. So we're using the old traditional formats, the ones that I've seen work at hundreds of other conventions. That we're not gonna we're not gonna skip on that. So we're, that's how we're gonna do it. Um, our registration process is gonna be more streamlined. Pre-reg is going to be by the front door, mm-hmm. and the badges are going to be where the pre-reg used to be. It'll just be strictly badges. People from Ticketmaster go there, get your badge, and walk in the door. So having three separate lines should help with the flow in the Civic Center. That's what we were talking about when we were there. We were just trying to figure out different things while we were, you know, do a slow event. Mm-hmm. When the big one happens, it's going to be a cluster, and we know it's going to be. We, it's, every time we've had it, we've had these little bursts of people coming in Oh, uh, it's one o'clock, and they got about two hundred people out the door. Well, <laughs> those three people have to get in the badges. They can't handle it. It's not going to happen. Um, another thing, we switched over to a different security, and we have the LTPD doing the security now, which means now we have active checkpoint at the beginning of the at the front of the civic center. Nice, nice. So, bag checks, everything like this. I will tell you that that their comment to me at the event, they go. Oh, can we come back? This is like <laughs> this is the easiest event we've ever run. I'm like, this is how it's how it's always been. They go, um, okay, really? We don't normally do this. And I'm like, but this is kind of cool. We like seeing the costumes, the people around. I said, look, if you if you want to come back, I, you got, I got you. You know, like, welcome it, to the Comic Con family. Right, regularly. And, and, and it's good to have law enforcement that joke around with you and have a good time too, because it, it, it lightens the mood around you because when they're smiling and they're having a good time, everybody's going to feel more comfortable around them. You know, they're there to protect them. That's what they're there for. They're here to protect everybody. And it, it's just a neat little, we told them lighten up, have a good time, joke with everybody. They're going to joke back with you, you know, and that's what we did on that Sunday. 
it was just an endless amount of just having a good time and, and just and it's like everybody's mood in that building was just like really chill just it was really an interesting feeling because normally when you have officers and everything people get tensed up and they're like oh, kind of scary and everything but it's nice to have it's nice to have that 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 feeling of they're there to protect you but they're gonna they're gonna joke around with you every once in a while and have a good time mm-hmm. um back to the question about the hotel yep <laughs> i thought um our our hotels in town we have five that are still being rebuilt mm-hmm. um they will not be ready for the convention obviously we do have the Spring Hill Suites, which we managed to get another 10 room blocks for doubles. And we understand the price is a little high, but that's going to be everywhere in Lake Charles right now because most of the hotels are still being renovated. Mm. It's one of those things where we, we couldn't exactly get the low price like we normally do. We normally would be getting a room block for like a 110 a night or 109 a night. Hell, we even got them down to 99 a night at one point in time when all the hotels in the area were all open. So, 22 is going to be an interesting year, you know, with that. But we, they did assure us that in, in 23, they will be lowering the price. That's okay. a guarantee. Have you talked to any of the casinos to maybe? So that will more likely not happen. Okay. Um, typically with those, they don't like doing events or blocks unless you're doing it in their, their venue. Got it. That's understandable. Um, the only other exception I would assume would be if we're doing if you they're sponsoring an event and they can give you room blocks, but that's something that's completely different. But the Spring Hill's been our hotel for the last twelve years. Mm-hmm. Uh, they remodeled two years ago, right before the hurricanes were remodeled, actually. Oh. Um they had a little bit of damage, but the building was the building is concrete and steel. Nice. I mean, literally the the, the residents in next door had significant damage because it was a traditional hotel setup. So that building is still being renovated. All their mm-hmm. double rooms, which are rooms very similar to what this one is that I'm staying in right now, um, they're off limits. You can't even you can't even book them. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, we, we, we got hotel rooms. The double rooms are you can put five people in each room. That's the hotel policy. And um, the single rooms, you can put three people in them, and uh, and you know the price is the price is pretty decent for that. But I understand a lot of people like you know pulling their resources. They go to these conventions that you know save money. I'm guilty of it myself. <laughs> Been there, done that. Um, fit seven or eight people in a room, Dragon Con, um, <laughs> um, which I, I'm at the point now where I'm past that, and I will refuse to put that many people in a room. Because of um, those, that kind of event like that is a vacation for me, and I don't want to be with seven people in that room. Even though we're all really good friends, I want to go take a nap. I want to go take a nap. <laughs> yeah. Chances are, with three, two other people, they're not going to show up in your room at the same time as seven other people would. Um, but no, hotel rooms are there. The room blocks are open. We are. We can get more if we need them. Uh, the residents in. I'm going to put those room blocks up probably this week, maybe tomorrow when I get a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, hotels are not near the convention center. No convention center hotels nearby because it's just the way downtown is built. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these hotels are near the casinos, which are about nine minutes away from the civic center, which is not a big deal. Not at all. Um, where these hotels were located are also a ton of restaurants around them, 
in a very nice area of town. Mm-hmm. They just built a brand new Buffalo Wild Wings, brand new Arby's. Um, we have a crust pizza. You know, all these restaurants that are be nice nearby. If people want to go and eat in that area, they can. But we try to tell people it's like, go eat downtown. <laughs> and one of the things that we do that most other conventions do not do, one of the three special events we do is a pup crawl on Friday night. Oh, fun. So we get all of our local restaurants involved mm-hmm. that want to be participating in the, in the event. Usually they do because it's a lot of money for a Friday night, you know? Yeah. We start at one location and work our way to McFarland's Celtic Pub, which is our final location because they're one of our sponsors. So we end the stops there. <laughs> um, yeah, John's right. Downtown does have better food. Um, so we do a pub crawl on Friday night. And I'll do, a, I'll do a rundown of some of the bigger events we have. We have a charity auction on Saturday afternoon, usually around noon to one. I'm sorry, a what auction? Charity auction. Oh, charity. Okay. I said cherry. I'm like, what's a cherry auction? Go and we ahead. take a bottle of maraschino cherries. I and we I'm like, going, why are you auctioning off cherries? Okay. Um, so we have a, <laughs> a new thing. I don't know about new it. Thing, yeah, it's a new, we're going to start, we're going to start this new thing. It's called a cherry auction. Um, okay. That'll work. Um, we're going <laughs> to, it's a con. It's a con, yeah. It's a con. So the charity auction will be, our, our charity auctions benefit a local um, organization in Lake Charles. Um, we still have to contact them to verify if they would like to be their recipient this year. Uh, our past charity auctions have raised close to about nine to $10,000 combined. Nice. Nice. And they've all gone to local charities in town. Uh, our last one we did in 19, I think we raised almost $2,000, which was our biggest charity auction to date. So we're expecting this one to be just as big um, for what we're doing now. Of course, that's Saturday because Saturday is your big day. You want to have all the big stuff on Saturday. Mm-hmm. What else could you put on Saturday? The cosplay contest. There you go. So I, I'm, I'm, we're very hopeful this is going to happen, but we're not sure. But we've already planned to work around it. But Civic Center is still being renovated. All the common areas are still available to us. The Coliseum will not have any ceiling tiles in there, and the lighting will be rigged because it works. But we might not be able to use the theater like we were planning for. And our 2,000-seat mm. auditorium theater, which is really the, the, the showstopper of what we do our cosplay contest, might not be available in time. And this is something we were told just recently, but that's not a big deal. They're trying to at least get something working for us. And if it doesn't happen, well, we're going to go back to our roots from year one, which is kind of hilarious because, you know, it, there's a lot of things we're going back and doing like we did in year one that, that worked for us. And it was just, it was almost like, well, we're going back and doing more anime guests for year 10. We're focusing on gaming and anime this time, just like we did in the original. And we told people this. 10th anniversary, we're going back to our roots. We're going back to the year one, what we did year one. So we're going to see more anime guests. We're going to see more gaming. That's what we want to do. But give them more. That's what this convention is about. So we might have to do the contents on the second floor. But the way the second floor is going to be laid out, food vending won't be up there on the second floor like it was in 2019. So... That is We're going to move it. 
Yeah, who do you see about donating, donating an item, item for the auction? So um, that would be, oh, I'll get to that in a minute. So we're, we're thinking if we have to do the cosplay contest, we'll do it on the second floor and we can split it between two big rooms. Okay. So we can have one one set of people in one set of, in one room and and then the mezzanine and you can look down. So we can have close to 2,500 people on that floor if we need to, to see this contest. It might be a little different. It might be a little odd. But that doesn't matter. It'll be unique and fun either way you look at it, because that's the point. It's going to be an interesting concept. We'll make it work if we have to. Hoping for the theater. Still planning for it, but you've got to have backup plans when you're dealing with this. Now, as far as the charity auction, okay. So we have a lot of items that were donated to us um, in previous years that are in our storage unit. Um, we even have banners that were signed by our celebrities in the past that we auctioned off. Those are the big items that we like selling. And we're even going to be giving, we're even going to sell the 2020 stuff that we had that we couldn't use because <laughs> we think that's funny. Um, and frankly, I don't want it in that unit anymore. I want it going because it's bad memory. <laughs> um, but no, um, yeah, no, um, auction items. Um, if, they, if anybody wants to donate an auction item, then we have to do it on site. We don't take shipping or anything right now because of the situation we're in. Mm -hmm. Um, for all intents and purposes, I'm going to be next few months are going to be kind of hectic for me moving out of my house while they're doing a remodel. So usually it would go to my place. Any items that would normally come to us would go to my place, which is going to be kind of here or there. But um, I would say that if anybody wants to donate anything, they would drop it off at the registration table in the front and say it's for the charity auction. And one of our program directors We'll be in charge of that. And that way you can say, hey, we're donating for the charity auction. Leave it with them. We'll take care of the rest. Um, we, we, we really like items for the charity auction that are unique. We like items that are, you know, hard to get. Collectibles, stuff like that. Something that's going to go to these charities that's going to raise money for these charities that we really would love to. I would love to raise $2,500 this year for the charity. Mm. We can have a goal of $2,500 this year. I would be static. And we could get it. We could get it. The more people that come to the commission, the more people that want to get the auction items, they, they'll, they'll do it. Um, but no, we always take donations. I mean, that, that's, that would be fantastic because it all go to a good cause. We never keep any auction items. We get rid of them there on site. Um, unless somebody brings something in after the convention or give it to us afterwards, we use for the following year. We always have a little bit of, we have Cypacom memorabilia we give away. We'll auction off every year for ourselves. But as far as like donations, oh yeah, we'll take them. We'll take them. I have a couple questions. Number one, sure. for those who aren't familiar with Lake Charles, what exactly is the venue title? What's it called? The venue is titled the Lake Charles Civic Center. It is right on the lakefront. Easy peasy. Mm -hmm. Second of all, how is the parking there? Parking's free. Great. Okay. Um, right now, they are using a portion of the parking lot for, um, I forgot what company is out of, Hammond, they're using it for their company. They're, they're renting it out so they can have their people come in and, and do training in Lake Charles. I have not been told if it's going to be released yet. And it's a big portion of the parking lot, like almost 100 slots. Ooh. Now, not to be said, there are there is parking on the west side of the city. There's public parking all around in the government areas. Mm -hmm. All that parking is free for the weekend. You can park there. You can park a little further downtown and walk a block. 
but all that area downtown will be available on a map. Anything in yellow is parking. They don't pay for parking at this venue. It's Perfect. completely free. Okay, and my other question is, how do they find out more about it online? Oh, that's going to be simple. Um, we have a Facebook page, Twitter page, Instagram, and, of course, our website. I will tell people first and foremost, like our Facebook and Instagram, all the information you're going to need is going to be on that website. Cyphercon.com? Mm -hmm. um, .org. Okay. Now, where did the name Cyphercon come from? So, phonetically spell it out. Sci-fi-con. Ah, got it. And then we, and then we did, the, and then this is a time when sci-fi changed their letters to S-Y-F-Y. So we decided that we were going to change it up and make it a little fun and spell it a little differently so no one could have this name uniquely. And mm -hmm. that's where we came up with the name, and it became our moniker. It, it took us literally three weeks to figure it out how we're going to come up with the name. And one person said, why don't you call it a sci-fi con? And I'm like, what, what? Say it quick. And when they said it, I said, that's it. It was a joke. And yet that was the final name. And, and that's where we, that's what it became. I've never heard anybody else use it, but it's a unique way to come up with a name. I like it. Oh, yes. <laughs> no one, no one will forget it. And the fact oh, God, no, 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 no. Um, I can tell you right now, the tickets are on sale um, through Ticketmaster. And I know People don't like Ticketmaster, but unfortunately, we got to use it with a venue. But um, tickets are on sale, and we also have tickets on sale locally in Lake Charles at Paper Heroes, which is our local comic book shop. Um, I'm about to give you the prices because I, the prices go up and change a little bit. Let's see here. <laughs> All right, so we got different pass prices for the event um, at the door. Children six and under are free the whole weekend. Um, seven to twelve ages are ten dollars a day or fifteen for the weekend. And then we have our Friday pass is twenty five. Weekend, I mean Saturday is thirty five. Sunday is twenty five, and the weekend is fifty five. So it's very financially family friendly. It is. It is, and we did not. And, and Saturday being the biggest day, we. We do not feel that it's good enough to or require to raise the price on that date mm -hmm. um, because if a family's coming in, we don't have a family discount because the way Ticketmaster works, you can't make a bulk ticket sale. Mm. So we always tell people, and even on our website, we specifically say this. If you go to Ticketmaster at the box office, do not use a card because it will charge you that fee. But if you pay cash, there are no fees. Whatever our price is, that's what you're going to pay in cash. Um, we would prefer cash, obviously, um, mostly because it's easier. It's easier for the Civic Center to count. Um, and also, it's it. I'm, I'm saying this for people that come. It's better for y'all because you're you're not having to pay the fees on each and every ticket. Mm -hmm. You pay them on every ticket. It's going to add up two fifty per ticket. If you buy 10 tickets, that's, that's 10 bucks. Mm -hmm. So it's better just to have the cash in hand and just buy your ticket at the door or buy it online. If you want to get it online, that's, that's totally up to you. But, you know, at the door sales sell about 80% of our tickets for at the door. Is there a discount code? There are no discount codes on there. Um, currently, they, the weekend pass is on sale for, I believe... 
I'm going to go to the Ticketmaster site and double check it. If I'm not mistaken, let's see. Internet's low over here. I'm used to my <laughs> internet at home. Uh, <clears throat> let me see. This Ticketmaster's fun. One ticket. Currently, right now, the uh, promo ticket for weekend is fifty. So right now, it's fifty dollars. Right now, um, good. it's five dollars off now. But when you add the fees to it, of course, it'll you know you, you can go to the promo weekend ticket and do that, and then it'll be I'll do I'll, I'll just an example of the fees. I'll do that real quick. So for a weekend ticket, which would be normally what you're looking at. Your ticket price would be with a fee, sixty-six twenty. So you add it's almost twelve dollars difference. Yeah, and then you times that by the amount that you buy, it's it's going to be a massive it, difference. It, it yeah. increases, yeah. I mean, I, I understand for people that are out of town, they if we've all we've all used Ticketmaster for concerts. Mm -hmm. We know the the idea is you buy the ticket online, you're going to get in faster. But that's the whole point. Mm -hmm. um, there's a will call line. You turn your ticket in. Get your badge. You're gonna have to not stand in line to verify your ticket. We get it, and and we try to make it easy on everybody. We really do. So um, there's like the convenience aspect versus the financial aspect. If you're more for convenience, do it on right. Ticketmaster. If not, do it when you get there. And and the other thing I was gonna bring up for Saturday night was the party. Now this is a separate ticket for the party because we can't allow everybody in the venue to go upstairs because it would be a fire hazard. So, <laughs> um. There's a it would be a ten dollar ticket to go and see the concerts on Saturday night, and that would be cash only downstairs at registration, separate from Ticketmaster. What are the um, concerts? There we're working on two people, but one of the bands is Suzaku Seven that's been very popular with us. It's been our house band for literally seven years. And also one of the major aspects of Mechacon before they ended, that was their main performing band so they will be performing that night we're looking at possibly a couple djs coming in to finish up the party but we're not sure yet like i said we are we are still slowly rolling out the final guests because your you big your big guest you announce early on so you get people hooked mm -hmm. now you get to add the icing on the cake and that's what we're going to start doing in the next few weeks so Very for those nice. who turned it tuned in late what who were the guests again that you named earlier all righty. So we have Doug Jones, mm -hmm. um, Tim Russ, yes. Eric Vale, mm -hmm. um, Aaron Dismuke, Danny Chambers, Sarah Widenheff, and John Swayze. And then we also have featured guests, special guests. Let's see. Well, one of them is very big for MechaCon is Queen D, who is going to be our MC for our cosplay contest. That was one of the very, very, very special guests we wanted to bring in because uh, D is probably one of the best MCs you could find for any cosplay contest in the South. Nice. One of the big things. Um, and we will have um, Take One Productions, which is our which is the improv group out of Oklahoma. They're going to be there again, one of our big groups. And um, we got a few other things coming. The um, con hour is going to be there. 
Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll be there. Yeah, we'll be there. And and Greg will be again. I will be. I will be there as an author and Veronica Smith. And there should be more announcements on that coming up. Oh soon yeah, too. we're going to be announcing all of our author guests pretty soon. So. Very so cool. make sure to follow the Facebook group, which is Who's, who did that? Who said Trevor? Trevor, <laughs> <laughs> booze. <laughs> I will. Well, I will say. On, I will. I will say on Saturday we will have the the bar set up for anybody who wants to drink on Saturday. We won't do it on Friday because we've got the pub crawl, and Sunday's kind of a nah. We're not doing it on Sunday. Oh, so you do yeah. the pub crawl. We gotta pub, drive home on Sunday. Pub crawl. Friday yeah, exactly. Night. And then you crawl into the venue and you can have the alcohol. You're drinking, yeah. So that way you stumble so out Sunday, you'll be vendors, So the vendors are going to be selling like a crap ton of stuff on Saturday because everyone's going to be like, hey, the idea, right? here, why not? It's kind of the idea. <laughs> exactly. That works. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. But anyway, I want to thank you for being on our show. Absolutely. And can't wait to be there April 1st through 3rd, SyphaCon. And like CJ said, we will be there. I will be there. And there's tons of guests. Go to their website to see the guests or their Facebook page. I did post them on Twitch and YouTube and Facebook. So check them out. And John, we look forward to seeing y'all on Tuesday. Yes. The dog. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> John. Of course, it would be. Is, is John going to be in his Doc Ock outfit? That's the question. Or is he going to be working? I will. I will say if he if he can get those ten foot aisles, that might be pretty impressive. Yeah, I'd be curious to see if he could do it. So yeah, we'll see you Tuesday at eleven o'clock, our regularly scheduled time. Yes, and until then, Bye. adio, everybody.